Hey, this is Monique with brownvegan.com. Thank you so much for tuning into the Brown Vegan Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me today, and I hope that you're having a great week. So I wanted to kind of get back to more of more at my previous format for the show, which is answering questions that I receive via email. This email was actually has been in my email box for about five days, and it's taken me so long to answer because it's pretty lengthy. And she had several questions and I just really didn't feel like I would be able to help her as much as she needed by email. And I also thought this would be a perfect opportunity to share some of these concerns because I know that she's not the only one who has it. So like I said, the email was lengthy, but what we're going to do is talk about today. We're going to talk about food shame, negative comments from family, and no longer wanting to cook meat for a spouse or significant other. So let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. Okay, so before I get into answering the questions, I do want to say congratulations to you. I'm not going to say your name because I didn't get permission for being a vegetarian for the last 60 days. That is amazing. I know that you want to be a vegan and I know that you're kind of hard on yourself right now because you're not one. But just be mindful of the fact that you've made this change and celebrate this victory because this is amazing. A lot of people do not get to this point. And I also want to tell you that I was a vegetarian for two years before I became a vegan. So sometimes it takes a little longer than you anticipate. But it's definitely worth um, continuing on your journey and not giving up. Okay, so I just want to say that really quickly. That's amazing. And that's great. So um, the subjects that I like I mentioned before, we're going to talk about some of the food shame issues, negative comments from family and no longer wanting to cook meat for a spouse. We're also going to talk about um, I guess you kind of and just kind of like just dealing with some of the issues with your um you know, determining what's vegan and what's not. That's another part that she kind of touched on in this email as well. So I want to go ahead and go on, go on, talk about that a little bit too. Okay. So as far as one of the things you said is you, you just made a, a big move. So that's another thing that's going on in your life. That's causing you some stress as well is that you're moved away from friends and family and it's really hard to connect with um, like-minded people in your area. You, um, you don't, you see a lot of people on YouTube and, you know, online being vegan, but in your real life, you don't have any. And I can relate to that because that's my experience as well. Um, it's a lot better now. But when I first started, it was really hard for me to find other vegans, especially other black vegans. Now, I take that back. It did seem like I was finding a lot of vegans online, but just not a lot of black vegans and not a lot of people that I felt like I can relate to that I could relate to in this journey. So I definitely understand what you're saying about not being able to find people that look like you in this journey and how important that is to you. So one thing I would suggest is to get more involved in um, the YouTube communities and Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Um, I know you say that you see people all the time, but you just don't really, you know, <laughs> probably connect with them as much. I would just go ahead and take that first step and talk to people, find out more about their journey, get some inspiration that way. You know, I don't have before the Internet, before I was online um, talking about my vegan experience, my life. I actually didn't know any vegans in real life. And most of us can relate to that. So what I did is I formed some relationships with people that live near me and I have relationships with them outside of the Internet. So. Um, it seems kind of weird, I know, <laughs> especially if you don't meet people online. It can kind sound kind of weird, but in this day and age, it's just a really great way to meet people on the Internet. You can start there. And um, as far as another thing I want to suggest, too, is about getting some support and some accountability near you is to see whether or not there's any meetup groups in your area. You should check out meetup.com. There's a lot of a lot of times they have vegetarian and vegan groups that you can 
um, get involved in, or you can start your own. You know, you don't have to wait on someone else to do that for you. Start your own. You'll be surprised at how many people, even if they're not vegan, I always call people like that vegan friendly. They're open to trying new um, ways of eating. So definitely consider that in your area, a meetup group. The second issue that you discussed in your email is how you don't want to cook for your boyfriend anymore. You don't want to cook him any meat. And I can relate to this, too, because when I was a vegetarian, I would make two separate bills, one for myself and one for my family. I have a husband and three sons. And it was like it really burnt me out. I didn't want to cook meat anymore when I became a vegan. You know, um, I decided that I no longer wanted to support those. Ind- I didn't no longer wanted to support the meat and dairy industries. And because of that, I just told my husband, I said, I'm just not going to cook it anymore. And I'll see what I can do to help uh, make things easier for our family. But I'm just not cooking this anymore. This is not going to happen. So just like your boyfriend, my husband was very supportive and he was really open minded to trying different things. But he did feel like I can tell that it was like a sacrifice to him in some ways. He felt like that it would be a sacrifice. So what I would suggest is that since your boyfriend is open-minded, you go ahead and just tell him straight up that you're not going to be making any more meat for him, you know? Oh, it seems like you'll be okay with that because he's already open-minded enough. And then after that, you need to find some replacements for those meats. So if you say you made tacos with ground beef, there are ground beef crumbles out there. Now they're not, (laughs) it's not made out of beef. It's made out, a lot of times they're made out of soy or wheat gluten. So you can try those alternatives as well. There are alternatives out there for hot dog and hot dogs and sausage, um, chicken alternatives. There's so many different brands out there. And if you find a brand that you like, great. But if you don't, be open to experimenting with other brands. There's different options out there, and especially in like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and places like that. Um, you don't have to do all your grocery shopping there. But if your regular grocery store doesn't have any meat alternatives, which I notice a lot of them are starting to get, which is amazing. But if your grocery store, your regular grocery store doesn't have it, definitely seek out some of those alternatives in other places. I've even seen um, alternative for shrimp, which is crazy. I haven't had it yet, but I've seen that too. So they have meat alternatives for everything you can think of. And I think it's just so, so important for you to replace some of those ingredients and replace some of that meat with um, other options so that he doesn't feel like he's sacrificing. And you don't either, you know, to make this transition a lot easier for you guys. Uh, one thing I want to say, because I think it's just so, so important for me not, <laughs> it's so, so important for me to mention this is that a lot of these meat alternatives that are packaged like this typically do not taste exactly like what you're used to. Now, the exception to that is Phil Roast Sausage is amazing. I love theirs. They're wonderful and stir fry and everything. To me, is the same. It tastes the same. Everything is wonderful. But some of these um, hot dogs and some of those other things I've tried don't taste the same. However, like I said, there's so many different other brands out there that if you come across a brand that you don't necessarily like, be open to trying different ones. And then also come back to that brand that you didn't like a few months later because sometimes your taste buds adjust and you have no problem eating it after that. But um, I think it's really important to replace those ingredients and also to let you know that it doesn't always taste exactly the same, but be treated like a new experience. Because the way I look at it is if it all tastes the same, everybody would already be doing it anyway. Everybody would already be vegan if it tastes the same. So just look at it as a new experience and go from there and have fun. I know it's kind of stressful. You have so many things going on in your life, but just embrace it that way. The other thing I wanted to talk about from your email is how... It sounds like you're beating yourself up because you're eating some food and then after you finish, you realize that it's not vegan or in some days you just kind of you're not even on your journey at all. You're eating some things that you don't really think you should be eating, you know, things that are not vegan. 
And I want to say that I definitely understand that it takes some time to to make some adjustments and be open to slowly making changes, you know, um, I know it sounds it's easier said than done, but with practice, you will get better at it. You just have to realize that if you don't have a good day, just, you know, dust yourself off and try the next morning. Do not give up because beating yourself up and giving up is not going to help you move closer to to your goal. You're not going to be able to get to embrace this vegan journey long term if you're spending so much time beating yourself up and not moving forward. So definitely practice doing that. I know it's going to be difficult, but like I said, go back to what I said about replacing ingredients. It makes things a lot easier. Um, as far as, you know, not seeing, seeing some things and it's not being vegan when you, you think something is vegan, you definitely want to be diligent about checking labels and making sure that there's no eggs or no dairy in a lot of the ingredients that you have. Because it's crazy. Like, I remember when I first started this journey, I just, like, could not believe how there was milk in everything it felt like, you know. So one of the things that will help is just try to eat as many whole foods as possible so you don't have to worry about having those ingredients like fresh fruits and vegetables, grains, seeds, nuts, rice, quinoa. Rice is my favorite food, so I always talk about that. And just so many different things that you can do to um, make sure that you're getting as many whole vegan meals as possible. It'll give you some strength, make you feel great, and it's also a compassionate way of living. So definitely make sure that you pay attention to your ingredients um, when you look at those labels and also eat as many whole meals as you can so you don't have to worry about it as much. So lastly, I want to talk about the fact that you are not getting the type of support that you need from your friends and family and everybody and their mama has something to say about what you're eating and black people, we eat meat and blah, blah, blah. Girl, I can relate. I know how that feels because as some struggles that I've had with my own family and I still continue to have the struggle with my family. Even though these days it's not as much, which is a great, it's a blessing actually, but I can relate to still having some issues with the family, having something to say. And one way that I do, one way that I look at it so that I'm not internalizing what they're saying and so that I'm not beating myself up about it is sometimes people are not the nicest to you when it comes to the way you eat, especially when you're eliminating things that like meat and eggs and dairy, which is what so many Americans eat. It's only, like I said, 2% <laughs> vegans in America. Two, about 2% of Americans consider themselves vegan. So sometimes when you eliminate what everybody else is eating, they see it as a way that you're attacking them and how they eat. So they in say in turn, they try to make you feel bad about your decision, even though you haven't even probably said anything to make them attack you the way they do. So you have to realize that sometimes people just say things to make themselves feel better and it really has nothing to do with you. It's a practice. I know it sucks. It stings. It hurts because I've been there. I know how it feels. But you really have to realize that sometimes people just make you feel bad because they're not, they don't like where they are in life, you know? So they try to feel, they feel like, oh, you're not eating meat? Oh, okay. So you're saying something's wrong with how I'm eating meat, even though you didn't even say that. So I definitely get that. And I know that with time you will get a little, you know, you'll feel a little better about it. It's not going to always be the most comfortable situation, but at least you'll be able to understand why people do what they do as far as, you know, teasing you and having negative things to say about the way you eat. So, yes, <laughs> that is it. I really hope this was helpful. Um, I wanted to do this by audio because I know that sometimes email is not the most personable way to communicate when there's so much going on. And this is probably the best way to get all of your questions answered. And I hope this helps you along in your journey. 
thank you so much for listening. And do know that, you know, making the decision, excuse me, (laughs) making the decision to go vegan is the best thing you can do. Just make that decision. And sometimes just by making that decision, it just make everything else fall into place. You know, I know in the email you mentioned that you're reading Sister Vegan by Breeze Harper. And that book helped me so much. You know, after I read that, I decided that I wanted to become a vegan. So it really is about making that decision. You know, just like you made a decision to become a vegetarian, it's the same exact thing. You know, now is making it to be a vegan. And I know that transition is a lot different because when I was a vegetarian, I kind of OD'd on dairy. I ate a lot of dairy when I was a vegetarian. Because, um, you know, I wasn't used to not having meat and all the, and some other ingredients. So, yeah, it, it does take time and you will will get better. Um, just be consistent and have fun and try not to let this lifestyle run you. You know, let it, you run it. You know, you make decisions that work best for you. Okay. Even if it's a gradual change, make those changes. So that is pretty much it thank you so much again for listening be sure to check out my blog at brownvegan.com and get on the mailing list so that i can send you out recipes and tips and all of those wonderful things to help you move forward in your vegan journey with a family if there's someone that you know that would be interested in learning more about starting a vegan journey definitely share the link to my blog to them for them as well or go ahead and send over this audio to them as well too thank you so much for listening again and i will talk to you very soon have a fabulous day